Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast today. We are continuing through the book of Acts. We're in the 10th chapter, and we're it's the account of uh, Peter and Cornelius. And so if you haven't been with us in previous episodes, back up, what, maybe three episodes? Three or four episodes, because the story's getting longer, and I don't have time to recount everything, right? So we're in Acts chapter 10, verse 23. And the men sent by Cornelius have now arrived where Peter is. And... Uh, so verse 23 says this, So he, Peter, invited them in and gave them lodging. And on the next day he got up and went away with them, and some of the brethren from Joppa accompanied. So these Peter had, uh, these people had come to uh, fetch Peter because uh, uh, Cornelius had had a vision, and in that vision an angel had told him, Hey, go send for this guy. We're about to have that recounted again. And so now they're headed toward uh, Caesarea where Cornelius is. Verse 24, on the following day, he entered Caesarea. So that's Peter, entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. Now remember how uh, Cornelius was described, that he was a God-fearing man, that he gave alms to the Jewish people, that he prayed to God constantly. He was highly respected. Uh, within the community. And so here he is. He he was not somebody who put himself up on a pedestal, a platform, and demanded everybody worship him or something like that. No, 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 no. He was just like everybody else. He invited his relatives and his close friends to come in and literally be on uh, the alert for this man who he had sent for. Well, here we are. The man has arrived. Verse 25. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet and worshipped him. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's a little distracting to us uh, because we think, well, what, what is that all about? It literally means that he, he fell before him in reverence to him, in honor to him. Cornelius was not worshipping him in a way that he would worship God, and Cornelius would have known that. But he was falling before him in honor and in reverence, and in a way that was uh, beyond what Peter and any of us probably would have felt comfortable with, because the next verse says this, but Peter raised him up, saying, stand up, I too am a man just as you, okay? So he, he grabbed him by the hand, he just he, you know, raised him up, said, hey, stand up, I too, I'm just a man. Verse 27, as he talked with him, he entered and found many people assembled. So Peter's talking with Cornelius. They enter into the meeting room proper, the house proper, wherever the people were gathered together, and there's a bunch of folks here, okay, a lot of them. So listen to the first thing that Peter says right here. <laughs> you know, Peter, we, all, we always have fun with Peter, you know, uh, foot and mouth disease, that kind of thing, you know, because he, he would say things. He's just like us, is he not? So he enters in, and he says this. He says to all these people, you yourself know how unlawful it is for a man who is a Jew to associate with a foreigner or to visit him. <laughs> Let me just stop right there. Well, that's a great way to introduce yourself and ingratiate yourself to a, a, a gathering, isn't it? <laughs> but you know what he's doing? 
He's just letting them know forthright. Hey, I acknowledge and I understand where y'all are coming from. Okay. And you understand where I'm coming from. You know that it's unlawful for me in the Jewish law. It's unlawful for me as a Jew to associate with a foreigner, not only a foreigner of nationality. Cornelius was a Roman. See, he was a Roman soldier. And his family would have been, you know, his friends were part of the uh, soldiering and all that kind of stuff. He says, you know, that it's unlawful of me to associate with a foreigner or to visit him. But what was he doing right here? He was associating with them. He was visiting them. He'd just come a day's journey to visit him. Because here's what he says next. And yet God has shown me that I should not call any man unholy or unclean. How had God shown Peter that he should not call any man unholy or unclean? Yeah, yeah, by the vision he'd had. The vision of the sheep coming down that it had four-footed animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And Peter's saying, and, and you know, the voice saying, hey, kill and eat. Peter's saying, I've never eaten anything that is common or unholy or unclean. And you notice that when we first encounter that in this chapter right here, I made no attempt to interpret it. Why is that? Because I knew it was going to be interpreted down here. <laughs> Peter uh, understood what the Lord was saying. <laughs> particularly when he got up. And remember how he said that he was perplexed in mind? You know, he didn't know what that meant. But then the Lord said, hey, there's some guys down at the door right there. You're to go with them without any hesitation, without any hesitancy. Don't worry about it. Without any apprehension. <laughs> because two guys show up with a, with a Roman guard, right? Roman soldier. That would be a little apprehensive. And the Lord said, no, no, you go with them. You go with him. Well, Peter put two and two together right here. And he actually tells him, and he's thinking about this the whole way. He's reflecting on this. He's meditating on this. He's saying, God has shown me that I should not call any man unholy or unclean. So when these guys came in to Peter and explained that Cornelius wanted to uh, see him and what had happened to Cornelius, remember how Cornelius had explained everything to them? They explained everything. So Peter continues on, verse 29, he says, That is why I came, without even raising any objection, when I was sent for. So I ask, for what reason you have, so I ask, for what reason you have sent for me? And it's not even punctuated with a question mark. It's just a, a declarative statement right here. He's just saying, hey, so I asked that and stated for that, what reason, you know, why have you sent for me here? And uh, so Cornelius responds, verse 30, four days ago, to this hour, remember it was the ninth hour, I was praying in my house during the ninth hour. Well, now we find out that Cornelius was praying at the beginning of the account. It doesn't say he was praying. It just says that an angel appeared to him. But now we know that he was actually praying when the angel appeared to him. And behold, a man stood before me in shining garments, verse 31. And he said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your alms have been remembered before God. Verse 32, therefore... Send to Joppa and invite Simon, who is also called Peter, to come to you. He is staying at the house of Simon the Tanner by the sea. So I sent for you immediately, and you've been kind enough to come. Now then, we are all here present before God to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. Is that not great, folks? 
Is that not phenomenal? Let me tell you that the world is hungry like this. The world desires to hear all that has been commanded by the Lord to be spoken in and to and through us. You know, so often we think it has to be some professional speaker behind some pulpit uh, to say something before it really counts before God, before people listen. And nothing could be further from the truth. You have the words of life. You have the words and the power of the very presence of the Most High God. People will listen to you. The folks that come into your life, the folks that ask you questions, the folks that state something, all of a sudden it goes through your mind that maybe you could share something with them. That is God doing the same exact kind of thing that he did with Cornelius, that he did with Peter, and bringing it all together and orchestrating all this. I can't overemphasize enough just the wonder and the glory, and I hope you see it, what's happening in Acts 10, how God just brought this all together. He does the same thing with each and every one of us every day with every breath. And I love this. Cornelius says, you know what? Here's what's happening. And he gives the account. So at the beginning of the chapter, we're told what the angel said to Cornelius. Cornelius shares everything with the guys. The guys get to Peter and tell him exactly what had happened. Okay. Now he gets there and he recounts it to Peter and says, this is what's occurred right here. And then he says this. We're all here present for God to hear all that you've been commanded by the Lord. I think the Lord is opening up hearts and doors for exactly this, for us to speak forth in this way. Folks, do it. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. We'll continue on in the next episode. Goodbye.